Hey, welcome back everyone to the Family Journal Podcast. I'm Damon, your host. Today will be the final coronavirus COVID-19 report marking the end of season one. Yeah, yeah, I know. It was a very long season, but we tried to make it all about COVID uh, for season one. I will also introduce today a special guest who has an extra special family message. So stay tuned. I think we did it. Oh, you're in. Uh-huh. Great, great. All right. Yeah, I, I was also uh, calling Adam uh, to get in. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So, hey, welcome, welcome. All right. So, I think we're we're all here. So, let's uh, go ahead and begin. Uh, we'll start with uh, Mr. Adam. Uh, you, you don't have to. I'll just, okay. Uh, it's January 20th. January 23rd, 2022. Uh, worldwide, there are other points than 100 million cases for COVID and uh, just over 6.7 million deaths. In the US, there's just over 100 million cases and uh, just over 1.1 million deaths. California, uh, it's approaching 12 million cases and 100,000 deaths. In Illinois, there's about 4 million cases and 40,000 deaths. In New Jersey, uh, we're almost at 3 million cases total and 35,000 deaths. That's interesting uh, that, that, you, that you bring it up. Everything you read was uh, right around 10% uh, until you, uh, or is that 1% rather, right around 1% until you got to New Jersey. <laughs> New Jersey's uh, uh, deaths uh, or percentage is double uh, the, the standard. So, hmm. But, uh, but everything's calmed down as far as Corona is concerned. So thanks, Adam. I appreciate that. Um, that probably, you know, you guys haven't heard Adam in a long time. So his voice doesn't sound young anymore. Uh, and we don't have Anthony here uh, to, to give uh, uh, his contribution either because he's away uh, at college. Thank God. <laughs> so that, that's a good thing. Um, so let me just give you guys... Uh, um, a little recap of where we come from uh, since the last time we've uh, we've talked. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, Anthony's off at college. He's at uh, Washington University in St. Louis. Uh, Adam is now in his sophomore year at Princeton Day School. We had several family members uh, graduating from college uh, and several graduating from high school that are in college now. So congratulations, uh, everyone. Um, for your, uh, entering your next phase of life. Uh, we also, I, I don't think we've met uh, on, on this podcast since, um, you know, my mom, Jeannie Mae, passed away. But, um, you know, she passed, so we didn't really get into doing this since then. So 
Um, a lot has transpired since then. Um, some some uh, really good things have, have taken place uh, during that time period that uh, for a lot of folks, and of course there were still uh, several deaths and still several family members uh, uh, catching the uh, coronavirus, even though they've been uh, boosted and uh, vaccinated. Uh, so things are, are still happening. Uh, one of the interesting things that I, I pointed out when we first started this was uh, thinking that coronavirus pandemic was going to follow uh, along the lines of the Spanish flu from 100 years ago. And guess what? In almost every phase, politically, um, socially, economically, and almost every facet of this pandemic, it followed along uh, the lines of what took place uh, in America and the world with regards to the Spanish flu. Uh, a lot of the disagreement uh, about it, its existence, a lot of the problems of, of co uh, collaboration and how to resolve it, a lot of those things, we they it, it looked as though they opened the book of the Spanish flu and everyone picked the role that they were going to play and they just played it. Uh, so it's really odd and interesting how, you know, they could just predict everything. So history is repeating itself. Uh, so that's something extra for your tax dollar there. Um, I, I didn't point to any specific research. So hopefully those of you who are uh, so inclined, please go and check it out and call me a liar. I, I think you will find some interesting information out there. Today, I actually have a very special guest. Very interesting how uh, this special guest came into our lives. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce cousin Becky, Rebecca McCullen. How are you today? I am doing just fine. I am all e all teeth right now. I'm so excited! <laughs> yeah, this is good stuff to have you here. I just I've been waiting, waiting, waiting uh, to do this. I'm glad we were able to get together and, and uh, uh, talk. And this the the information you have is going to be fantastic for these folks. Tell us a little bit about yourself, and please tell us how you found us. Oh, certainly. So, hey, family, uh, my name is Rebecca McCullough, and my family name is Becky. Please call me Becky. Um, I'm a social worker, and I work with the child welfare system here in Los Angeles County. So I'm all the way out here in California. And um, I have always loved family gatherings. My father comes from um, a family of 11 siblings. And uh, every time he, we would travel, like during the summer, or I don't think we traveled during the winter, but definitely during the summer when we would travel to what seems to be our family hub, uh, Kansas City, Kansas, or Kansas City, Missouri, we would make our rounds to my dad's siblings' houses. So I just, from a child, just enjoyed having extended family because out in California, we weren't around anyone. Right. And so just as a child, it blew my mind that all these people and I share the same blood. Right. And um, I found, well, actually, my uncle, who's the one that 
was our family historian, my uncle Clear. Um, he kept the family history. Um, he had documents and newspaper clippings and what have you. And what his wife found in that treasure trove of his was a letter from me that I wrote when I was nine years old. I don't even remember writing the letter, but I'm asking him how he's doing and when he's coming to California to see us because I so enjoyed my time in Kansas City. And I went on to try to name all my cousins in this letter. I'm nine years old <laughs> and I'm writing to him like he's my peer. But um, so I just, after seeing that letter, I realized that the uh, family bug had bitten me and um, we hadn't had a reunion in a long time, the Clark side of the family, which is my father's side. And we, um, with, with one of my cousin's um, uh, suggestion, we decided to uh, put together a family reunion, coordinate a family reunion for the year 2017. And during that time, I became a part of the family reunion committee and was tasked with putting our family history on video. And so I reached out to people for pictures and current pictures and any historical pictures. And I just started seeing all these beautiful people and uh, finding out about my great grandparents and their children and et cetera, et cetera. So the bug bit me and um, I put the DVD together and then the pandemic hit a couple of years after this um, reunion. And I used the information that I gathered for the family reunion um, to further my research and ended up writing a book about the Clark side of the family. Um, yeah. That, so, and that, I'm telling you, it, this is this is really good stuff, guys. Uh, I, I want you to continue, but I just want to interject in here. Uh, the, the family connection here, guys, is with Grandma Beulah. Mm -hmm. She is talking about her, the uncle that she's speaking of is her father's, I believe, youngest brother, right? Was Claire the youngest? No, actually, there are two players. So Uncle Clear was my father's brother. And then your great-grandfather, Bishop, had a brother named Clear. Yes. Uh -huh. So, so the, thanks for clarifying that. Yeah, so the Clear you all knew of was your Grandma Beulah's uncle. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, go ahead. Yeah, just, wow, this is good stuff. <laughs> yeah, so as I did my research, I found out that um, my grandfather, who was Ernest Clark, and your great-grandfather, Bishop Clark, were two of 13 children. And <laughs> names I had never heard. <laughs> I was like, where has all this information been? So yeah, they are, there are 13 Clarks. And I also was able to uh, find some background information on their parents, John Beatty Clark, and yeah. Lutitia Grammer Clark. And yeah. um, even her history is in the book, uh, the grammar side of, of our Clark grammar relationship. So yeah, it was a mind blowing experience. And I'm telling you during the pandemic, you know, we were, um, especially here in California, I don't know how it was where you guys were, but our governor was particularly um, 
intentional, I guess, about us about us isolating and staying uh, sheltering in place. And so it it, it was um, almost a year, if not more, of, <laughs> shel- of sheltering in place. <laughs> He, he had everyone in the state sheltering in place except himself. <laughs> Come, can we talk about that for a minute? <laughs> but anyway, I digress. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, practice what you preach, my man. But anyway, um, you know, everything everywhere was deserted and everything was virtual, right? So while I was doing my work, my job work, I was able to... Um, do some of this online research that I was doing and all oh, the, the documents and the newspaper articles and pictures that I found. I just couldn't keep it to myself. I just, there were too many of us connected to this history and I, I was determined to finish this book. So um, yeah, there you have it. So I, I tell you, and, and I'll, I'll let you continue how you, how you got a hold of us specifically, but, but and when you do that, I, I, I just want out there, I, I, you know, my my siblings, uh, you know, shot me a call and uh, mm-hmm. uh, and a text, and it was like, yeah, right, yeah, somebody, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, your family, uh, yeah, I believe you. So I, I had to uh, I had to turn on my uh, detective hat uh, to uh, vet you. Uh, <laughs> was that your response? <laughs> so, so you were you were well vetted. Before I communicated with you. <laughs> wow, and I get that. I get that. Because you know, we, you know, it, it, you know, it's like, oh, is it? Is this a, a scam? A spam? A, <laughs> every kind of am it was, you know, they they threw out. Uh, and so I had to I had to vet you. It was. Uh, I'm glad I did, and uh, it's like it's legit. So. <laughs> It's open, so go go ahead and yeah, share share with how you uh, how you were able to contact us. Yeah, and you know, thank you for sharing that because that's how I felt on the other side of the contact. Right, these people are gonna think I'm nuts. They're gonna think I'm stalking them, and but I knew we were related, so I was I just you know stop and prayed and say, now how am I supposed to approach this? So this is what happened. I'm on Ancestry.com. I'm a member there, and I knew your great-grandfather's name, I knew your grandmother's name, and um, through Ancestry.com, I found out your your mother's name. And so I, I, you know, there's nothing sacred on the internet, right? So I Googled your mother's name, and I found, I found her contact information. My heart was pounding. I was like, do I call her? Do I try to write her a letter? And so I called and that's when I found out. And again, my condolences to you and your family. I found out she had passed away and her husband was um, kind enough to give me you all's names. And and he told me what city you all lived in. And um, he said, yeah, reach out to them. They'll be happy to hear from you. No phone numbers, just your names and, and the cities that you lived in. And so... Again, nothing sacred on the internet. I Googled you you guys <laughs> and I found Daryl, your brother Daryl. Yes. Heart pounding again. <laughs> I said, now how do I do this? And I believe, you know, if, if I'm not mistaken, I wrote him a letter um, and just said, I hope I've hit the jackpot, but I think we're cousins. 
and I told him my name. I told him how I thought we were related. His grand, his great grandfather and my grandfather were brothers. And, you know, just mentioning names, I think kind of made me legit. Yes. And so um, I said, here's my name. Here's my number. Here's my email address. Here's my home address, which I hope demystified me, you know, that I was okay with sharing my personal information. And he reached out, sounding just like a Clark. I said, hello. He said, you hit the jackpot. I was (laughs) like, who is this? And so after he contacted me, while I was talking to him, your sister called me, Therese, you called me. Um, And then later on, who I now affectionately call, like you guys, Uncle Jeep ended up calling me. And oh, that was just the happiest day of my life to hear from you guys. And to know that I had been vetted and it was okay to talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that that was good stuff. Thank you so much uh, for sharing that. Uh, so, and what I want everyone to know is that we're gonna we're gonna open up a new season, and that new season uh, is going to uh, focus on, you know, grandma's, you know, grandma Beulah's chain, family chain. We have enough information, thanks uh, to cousin Becky that um, you know we're gonna do the entire second season uh, focused on uh, on this uh, family information that's been shared with us. I know most of you all who are related to Grandma Beulah, this is pretty much all we've We've heard stories about everybody else, but we never really knew anybody. We didn't know anybody else. And there's a lot of folks out there uh, for us to know. So the, the original book, that uh, Cousin Becky spoke of that uh, uh, Player uh, created was called We Do Better Together. And then she created her book uh, with the the same title, We Do Better Together. We're also going to uh, use that title for our our second season uh, called, you know, We Do Better Together. And we we all need to know that uh, as a family. So that's a very important uh, message in that title. So thanks for that, Cousin Becky. Oh, thank you for just partnering with and even suggesting that we do this and being willing to be our producer again uh, in this. And and don't forget to, well, I should mention that after we were sure each other was who we are, we started sharing pictures. And do you remember the, the last family reunion photo? I had a picture of your grandmother, Beulah, your mother, Jeannie Mae, and how many others in that branch of the family were in that picture. And I was at that reunion. I just didn't, I was 17. I didn't know who people were, you know? Wow. wow. Yeah. So that yeah. was a wonderful thing to confirm our our bloodline. We were all standing in the same picture. That was huge. I, re- I remember uh, Wayman, Cousin Wayman sneaking in that photo. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> And uh, that was always, you know, to see him in there. And we all laughed about how he got himself in there and, uh, all these years. And, uh, you know, and, wow. So putting pieces together, that was really our only piece uh, uh, to to the family. You know, so uh, wow. this this brings it all back together. And, and, and this is great. This is great. Anything else you'd like to share, uh, Cousin Becky? I, I would like to just end with a, a, a quote from Blackish. 
if anybody has ever watched the series of Blackish, um, Rainbow Johnson, she said, most of us are just one generation away from being forgotten. And when, mm. when she said that, that just really stung for me. And I'm just, I was like, if, if somebody doesn't put this down in writing, um, our kids will think the world started with them. You know what I mean? And, and if they did decide to do a search, where would they start? Because they don't know, they may not know last names and maiden names and all of that kind of stuff. So that was really the driving force behind me putting this together. And I'm so happy to have the opportunity to share it more broadly through technology. Oh, yes, indeed. And then hopefully this way, you know, my intentions uh, was having something that that uh, is shareable because, you know, the, the I'm, I'm so against uh, a, a lot of personal information out on the uh, in the Internet of Things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, um, sharing our family uh, life from our own words and perspective mm-hmm. uh, carry a, a, a lot more weight and, and that folks uh, within the family connect uh, and understand and believe. So this is great. So with that, thank you so much, uh, my special guest, Cousin Becky. Thank you. <laughs> uh, appreciate Adam uh, coming in here and giving us what what I'm going to consider to be our last uh, coronavirus update. Um, you know, Things seem to be under control, even though you know we'll deal with coronavirus uh, for the rest of our lives, like we deal with the flu uh, now. Uh, so um, that will this uh, episode is going to close out season one, and we will begin what is uh, showing up to be a very special and wonderful uh, second season focused on family. And I believe we're going to try to kick this off. Um, during uh, Black History Month. Right, cousin? (laughs) Yeah, Black Hour Story Month. (laughs) It's going to be great. So thanks uh, for for listening, everyone. Thanks, cousin Becky, for joining us. Uh, This is great. I look forward to our new adventure. Thank you for having me. All right. Have a great evening. You too now.